When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from by searching Tip of the Iceberg. Kyle Dubas and the Penguins, they're in a difficult spot heading into the trade deadline. With two weeks to go until the NHL's annual deadline, their playoff hopes are let's say dwindling, and try to make make it as nice as possible. They have the oldest team in the National Hockey League, have very little in the way of assets to add anything to help this team, and they have a timeline that, as Kyle Dubas mentioned on Wednesday, prevents them from selling it all, saying that when you have players as good as Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and Eric Carlson, you're simply not going to be bad enough to be a fully rebuilding team. With that, Dubas decided against shedding much light on his plan on that Wednesday press conference for the upcoming trade deadline, but he did share that he has fielded calls for a, quote, litany of Penguins players. And with that, I put together the five most likely Penguins to be traded at this year's deadline. Now, before we begin getting into the five players, this doesn't mean that the Penguins will sell every single one of these players. It doesn't mean that they are actively shopping every single one of these players, just that these are the ones I suspect will get a good bit of attention and won't be impossible for the Pens to let go. Yes, Sidney Crosby would get a lot of attention on the trade market. I'm sure people call almost every single season or say, hey, just in case, doing my due diligence, but that's an impossibility. He is untouchable, as it were, for the Penguins. So this five-player list just toes the line between the Penguins being willing to let go of that person and that person in return also generating interest around the National Hockey League. Let's start with the most obvious name to talk about on this list, and that's Jake Gensel. Gensel has been in trade rumors for the better part of the entire season this year. His contract set to expire after the season, and there's real concern that the Penguins won't be able to ink him to a deal. I said on Tip of the Iceberg yesterday, from what I've read, from what I've watched, from what everything I've seen based on articles and inside reports and everything like that, it really feels like a toss-up. It can go either way, and it's bounced either direction over the past couple of months with two weeks to go and Gensel on the shelf. It could go either direction. But if he is on the market, if trading is something the Penguins are looking to do with Jake Gensel, he's a proven playoff performer. He's a consistent 30-goal scorer. It might not seem like it this season because he had off-season surgery and now he's recovering from a wrist injury, but he's pretty durable and has been throughout his career, and he's their biggest fish. He fetches the biggest reward for the Penguins as far as players that they're actually going to be willing to listen on. That could be a first-round pick, 
plus a prospect, plus an NHL caliber player. That might help towards getting the youth that Kyle Dubas now says that he desires into this organization. So I wouldn't rule it out. I also don't know. I just don't know what the the answer is going to be with this Jake Gensel thing. It's gone back and forth so many times. There's so many conflicting reports about he was offered a deal and he, he turned it down. That was later proven to be false. So there's obviously a lot of different directions this could go, but he is the most obvious name to be on the market. He is the name that has been circulated on the market as much as humanly possible. And like I mentioned, he's their biggest fish. He's their biggest asset. He's the best way that they can kind of get into a, from what it appears to be this shotgun short-term rebuild where they try to kind of clean the slate as much as possible while still giving the team the biggest chance to win today. Second name I want to put on this list Another name that we've mentioned, Riley Smith. Something just hasn't fit with him in Pittsburgh. Recently received another demotion to the Penguins' third line. Has four goals in his last 37 games. Something just, like I said, seems off with him. It doesn't seem like it's fitting well with Pittsburgh. And he probably doesn't get you much of a return at this point because of his contract. Has another year left on it at $5 million. And a lot of the teams that are going to look for his services... Well, they're playoff teams that are right up against the cap. So you don't expect to get very much by way of assets in return. But by trading Riley Smith, you open up a little bit of cap flexibility. You open up a little bit more opportunity for Kyle Dubas to operate in the offseason. So Riley Smith is another name I'm keeping my eye on for the next two weeks. Let's move off of the forwards here for a second and talk a little bit about goaltender Alex Nedeljkovic. He's number three on my list right now. Goaltenders are going to be a hot commodity at the NHL's trade deadline. Goaltending overall has been down around the league as scoring has skyrocketed this season. I know it might not seem like it when watching the Penguins play, but plenty of playoff teams are looking to shore up a very important position. And Alex Nedeljkovic, he's had a good first season with the Penguins. He's resurrected his career as it was, but he is on an expiring contract. There is wonder if He's already at $1.5 million. Is he going to ask for more going into next season, trying to capitalize on the momentum he's gained? Or will the Penguins say, we can try to do this again next year, find that diamond in the rough again next year for Tristan Jari, maybe rely a little bit on Joel Blomqvist, who's in the minors and having a great season in his first year in North America. But when you look at Nedeljkovic, there is going to be some market for him. I don't think the Penguins are going to be as drastic as to put a guy like Tristan Jari out there. But Alex Nedeljkovic makes sense. On that expiring deal, he's performed well this season. In a lot of the games that even he's lost, he has been the primary reason why the Penguins were in the game to begin with. But I will say, maybe his current value is dipping a little bit because he's had a rough go of it in his last five appearances. And because of that, Tristan Jari has gotten the bulk majority of the starts towards the tail end of January and the front end of February. So in the last five appearances, Nedeljkovic is 1-1-2 one, one and two with an 8.93 save percentage, including the loss on Tuesday night to the New York Islanders, where he said it himself, I crapped the bed. The team deserved to win, and I crapped the bed, and I'm the reason that they lost. He takes credit for that. He might also find himself on the NHL's trade market, but again, it's not because he's a bad player. None of these players, I mean, Riley Smith's having a down season, but none of these players are particularly bad players. They're just players that, with the opportunity and with the current climate of where the Penguins are at, the time might just be right for them to try to trade them off to get something back in return and try to kickstart what they can do next season. 
While he's still an option for the team right now for the Penguins, he might be another option for a team looking to pad that all-important position. Let's look back at last season. How many goaltenders did the Vegas Golden Knights use in the playoffs? How many goaltenders have the Penguins used in the last couple of playoffs whenever they've been in it? I mean, they went down to Louis Domingue the last time they were in it. That's probably the reason that they lost to the New York Rangers because they didn't have that goaltending depth. Look at the Carolina Hurricanes. They always need goaltending, it seems like, especially when it comes to the playoffs. So Alex Nedeljkovic is going to be an interesting name. Not quite sure the Carolina Hurricanes would be a, a team high on that desired list because Nedeljkovic obviously wanted that contract after his Calder Trophy season, but who knows? Maybe he wants to go rejoin the boys in Raleigh, North Carolina. We'll have to wait and see, but I wouldn't be surprised if Alex Nedeljkovic was one of those litany of players that Kyle Dubas has received interest for. Fourth player on this list, and here's one that I hope doesn't happen, but makes too much sense for him to be on other teams' radars. Lars Eller. Eller has been a very good piece for the Penguins as a third-line center this season. And honestly, probably the best they've gotten out of that position since Nick Bonino was with the Pens the first time, right? I mean, maybe you could throw in the first handful of games that Jeff Carter had when he came over, his first run with the Penguins in that post-deadline run into the playoffs. He was really good, and then he signed his extension, and we know what's happened since then. But Lars Eller has been great defensively, has chipped in on the offensive side with now 10 goals after his goal on Tuesday, and he's a center that is very well-versed in the world of playoff hockey. Centers are always a massive part of Stanley Cup teams. Eller has first-hand experience scoring the cup-clinching goal for the Washington Capitals in 2018. He's a strong defensive option, like I mentioned, great on the penalty kill. And as we've seen in the last couple days, he could go out there on the power play as well. Penguins currently have him on their top power play unit, so maybe there's a little something to that there. He was traded last deadline as well. That's the thing going into this. You know around what he is going to fetch. He was traded for a second-round pick, to the Colorado Avalanche at last year's trade deadline. So is he, for the second year in a row, going to be on the move at the trade deadline? That remains to be seen, but I would not be surprised if he is a name that is getting a lot of interest and generating a lot of interest from other general managers and getting phone calls over to Kyle Dubas. The last player, speaking of centers, that I'm going to mention here on the most likely to be traded by the deadline discussion is Nolachari. Yes, Nolachari is a fourth-line center through and through, 100%. But like I said, Cup hopeful teams might take a look at Achari because center depth is of mass importance in the postseason. Those face-offs, they're very important. Killing penalties, very important. And when it comes to playing a playoff brand of hockey, Nolachari's been doing that since puck drop on October 10th. He loves to play that physical rough-and-tumble type of hockey that gets you through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now, his health issues, been out a couple different times, and his scoring struggles with only three goals this season is probably going to diminish any potential return. Not sure how much you're going to get back for him. Not to mention he has two years remaining at $2 million on his contract. That doesn't help make it easier to move him either, especially for a fourth-liner with term and with a, a good bit of a, a cap space for a fourth liner. So I'm not exactly sure how many teams will be calling, but again, would not be surprised if he is a name that circulates through the NHL general managers pools as they get ready to prepare for their Stanley Cup runs. So that's the list. Jake Gensel, obvious name. Riley Smith, we've mentioned him a couple times. Alex Nedeljkovic, because goaltenders are a hot commodity. And centers are also a hot commodity around the trade deadline. Hence the reason Lars Eller is number four 
and Nolichari is number five. But let me know what you think of this list. Let me know who would be on your list of the top five most likely to be traded is for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.